0: Buddhaṁ saranaṁ gajjāṁi Dhammaṁ saranaṁ gajjāṁi Sanghaṁ saranaṁ gajjāṁi Apmatā sati Sushila hota bikavo Susamahita sankapo, Sachit manurakata, Yo Imasming dhamma vinaye Appa matto vyasati, Pahae jati sansaraṁ, Dukkha santang karishati. Friends, Today is the sixth day of our retreat. The sixth day is over. Now, at the end of the day, this is the time for us for the Dhamma talk. As you all uh, know, we started the Tenfold Path yesterday. The, of the Tenfold Path, yesterday we talked about the first one, that is samadhi right understanding. So today for this Dhamma talk our topic is Sama Sankappa, right thoughts. Sometimes it is translated as right intention but here we use the term thoughts. Uh, Right thoughts. What are the right thoughts? There are Three types of right thoughts. The Buddha said in Pali, Pali first, Nekamma Sankappo Avya Pada Sankappo Avihinsa Sankappo Nekamma Nekamma means renunciation. Thought of renunciation. Nekamma Sankappo Then Avya Pada Sankappo avyapadis non-ill-will thought of non-ill-will then avihinsa sankappo avihinsa means non-violence thought of non-violence so renunciation thought of non-ill-will thought of uh, non-violence non cruelty. in other words so these are called Sama Sankapa, right thoughts. You know, we cannot talk about Sama Sankapa without Mitcha Sankapa. There are Mitcha Sankapa also. They are called not Mitcha Sankapa, Mitcha uh, Vitaka. Those are called Vitakka Sankapa and Vitakka. these both are used. Like inter- interchangeably they are used, uh, but mostly vitakka are negatives, negative thoughts, unwholesome thoughts. Uh, so vitakka, you know, in jhana, when you talk about jhana, there is one factor, jhanic factor that is called vitakka. The first one is called vitakka. Like, vitaka, vichara, Piti, sukha. Those are the factors, uh, according to the discourses. Now, vitaka are three types. Kama vitaka, vyapada vitaka, vihinsa vitaka. They are opposite. The, the, those are the opposite of sankappa. So, what are the three? Kama Vitakka. Kama Vitakka Thoughts of sensual desire, sensual desire, thoughts of sensual desire, karma vitaka. Then Vyapada vitaka, thoughts of ill will, vyapad vitaka. Then uh, thoughts of cruelty, or oh, violence, cruelty, those are called vihinsa vitaka, vihinsa. Kama Vitaka Vyapad Vitaka Vihinsa Vitaka Whatever all these are thoughts whether good or bad thoughts are thoughts though all those are thoughts that is why they are called sank. Sankap has another meaning that is conception conception concepts different concepts thoughts you conceptualize and then what happens? Verbalize. Without thinking you cannot talk. First you have to think, you have to conceptualize. Then you verbalize. So thoughts, whatever these thoughts, we, we, whatever we think, we think something pertaining to these five aggregates. Without five aggregates, we cannot think of anything. Once the Buddha said, we, sometimes there are people, they develop their mind. They develop their mind to read, to understand, to recollect their previous lives. They recollect their previous lives, thousands, millions, billions lifetime, one can uh, read. But what? About what? About five aggregates. Without five aggregates, think, they, without Five aggregates, we cannot think of anything. Whatever you remember, whatever you recollect even in the past life, you are recollecting of something what you did in the past life. How you did, how you eat, how you drink, how you played, how you associate with others, something different to these five aggregates. That is the nature. So all the concept, all these thoughts, thoughts are based on five aggregates. Thoughts, thoughts are the result of our mind, right? When we, when we think without mind, we cannot think anything, right? So now, all these thoughts, whatever we thought, whatever we think, our thoughts, all these thoughts are good and bad. We can categorize into two groups, good thoughts and bad thoughts. So this is the problem, now everybody, everybody has this problem, thinking, when we go to meditate, this is the problem. Uh, So, in the time of the Buddha, there was a monk named uh, Megya, one day he went to the Buddha he was then Buddha's attendant monk. You know the Buddha's attendant monk, was the famous one is Venerable Ananda. But the early days, Buddha had several other monks as his attendants. So by that time Meghya was the attendant monk. One day he went to the Buddha and said, Venerable Sir, I would like to go to Pindapatha. is what is Pindapatha? arms round. Pindapath. path. Do you know the meaning the path? Pinda is fist. Fist. Path is drop. So those days people in India when the monks come to their home they take some food one fist and put it in the monk uh, bowl. Arms bowl. That is why it is called Pinda path. So arms round. Arms given. So he he uh, asked his, the Buddha whether he can go to the particular, a uh, particular village, uh, to collect his arms. Then the Buddha said, it's alright, you can go there. And then he went to that particular village named Kimikala. That village, he went to the Kimikala village and he collected arms and he had his, uh, uh, meal. After meal, he, uh, walked along the river, Kimikala river, on the bank of the river. While he was uh, working, he saw a very beautiful, charming grove, mango grove, mango garden. It's a very beautiful place, charming, pleasing place. So he wanted to, uh, he thought that, oh, this is a wonderful place to practice meditation. If I can come here and practice meditation, this would be better. So I should ask the Buddha and come back and practice. Then he went to went back to back temple and asked the Buddha whether he can go and practice that place. Then the Buddha said, mm, now there is no any other monk here with me. So could you please wait another monk? Then he said, uh, well Buddha has done everything. Buddha has Nothing to do, anything more. The <laughs> Buddha has completed this journey, and he has nothing to add. We have to practice. <laughs> we know the importance we want to practice uh, however he then uh, after a while, he asked the same question for the second time. then again the Buddha said, There is no any other monk with me. Could you please wait another wait a while for another monk' The, again, he said the same thing. <laughs> Buddha has done all everything. <laughs> Buddha has nothing to do <laughs> any further. But we have to practice. We have to had <laughs> So, third time he went there and asked. Then the Buddha said, "Now, okay, if you think that it is uh, better time for you to go there, you can practice. Go there and practice." Then he went to that place to practice. He went there with, you know, too much hope. And he went there to practice. You know what happened? If you sit for meditation with too much hope, uh, that is what he went there and he sat cross-legged, started to practice. Finally, he was practicing. Many thoughts, many sensual thoughts pop up. He couldn't practice. He he started to think, think sensual thoughts. Vitakka. These are called Vitakka. Many thoughts arose in him. That place, that mango grow in his previous life, that was, he was, in his previous life he was a prince. That was his pressure garden <laughs> in his previous life. Now that is why in this life when he saw this place, he wanted to go there and practice. So however, What I wanted to show you, I wanted to tell you, was that it is the nature. Everybody has this uh, sort of barrier, this problem. Thoughts, unnecessary thoughts come in. Thinking, thinking, all unnecessary thinking. Another monk. Name. Sangharakita. Sangharakita was a, there was a Uh, uh, was an elder monk named Sangharagita. He was an enlightened one. He had a nephew. He wanted to get his ordination. So he came to his uncle and asked his ordination. Then he was ordained. Now the the little one he was named, the same name, Sangharagita, but he was called Bhaginaya Sangharagita. That means nephew Sangharagita. So, however, after his ordination, uh, after several years, he was invited by some other people to another temple for a rains retreat. Rains retreat is the monks, they observe three months retreat. That is called rains retreat. So, he was invited for another temple, so he went there and he lived there for three months. At the end of the retreats, the people offered him two robes, two different robes. So he received these two robes and came back to his uncle's place, that his teacher's place, uh, with the idea of offering one robe to his teacher. Now, when he came and when he went to offer the robe, the teacher said, that no, I don't want any any more robe because I have enough robe now, I don't want. So, he thought that teacher has some bad uh, terms like he's angry with me or he's not in good terms with me. However, he thought he got it uh, wrong and he thought that if my teacher is not friendly with me, how can I stay? Uh, he he had sort of upset mind. Then the teacher, teacher is enlightened now, but the, the, uh, his disciples, he did not know this. Now the teacher knew his m- mentality, and he, uh, the teacher lying down in, on a bed, he asked his disciples to fan him. You know, the, the monks have a special pan made of uh, palm leaves. So he was asked to fan the teacher. Now he is fanning the teacher. Uh, Fanning, but thinking. He is thinking. He is thinking too many things. Now the teacher sees his mind. As he is an enlightened person, he sees his mind. Now he thinks no use of staying in this order. I should disrobe. I I should disrobe and I will sell these two two robes. And then I will buy a cow. He thinks now. This this novice, right, this monk, he's thinking I will buy a cow. And then uh, there will be some cows, then I can sell them and get some more profits and money, and then I will buy some uh, goats. Uh, That is how in Asia, you know, how the people think. Then they uh, I will bring, I will buy some goats. After that, I will be able to buy a cart. Cart and uh, the two options for the cart. And then I will get married a beautiful girl and after a year or two then we will have a child with the child now then uh, we want to go I want to go to see my mother and father, my parents and and then when I go I go with uh, go, uh, with my wife my child and and on the cart we go with uh, different candy different you know things cakes and all these things we go on the way sometime by mistaken the the wife might uh, fold the child right if she falls the child I will hit i will hit her I will hit her like this and he thought that. I will hit her with a stick. I will hit like this, thinking he, he hit that bante, that venerable. (laughs) Uh, His thoughts, you know, his thoughts. He was thinking, thinking, all these things, and thinking that he is hitting his wife. He hit, hit the bante, that bante. Then that bante, that venerable, sir, stalled, gatha thinking that you are you are beating your wife, you beat me this old man <laughs> huh? you beat me. <laughs> then he started to run away and the other monks caught him and brought him to the Buddha. Then the Buddha said, this is the nature of mine fa durang gamang. Ekacharaṁ asarīraṁ guhāsayāṁ yechittāṁ sanyamessanti mokkānti marabandana. That is how the Buddha said. Durangamāṁ, this mind, it recollects many things. Durangamāṁ, we in far. Durangamāṁ. Ekacharaṁ, <coughs> wherever it roams, roams alone. Not, no companions to do this mind. Tec charang, asari rang no body. For so this mind, there is no body. Guha sayang, it dwells in this cave, this body. Guha ye chittang sanjme nissanti. If one guards this mind, sanjme mokkanti mokanti mar he will release from the bonds of Mara. That is how the Buddha said. So that is how these thoughts, all these thoughts, yes? Mokkanti Marabandhana, release from bonds of Mara. Bond, bond, bond of Mara, bonds of Mara. Uh, So this is how the different thoughts, everybody has these thoughts. So the Buddha, in the Dhammapada, Buddha said, this sankappa, this thought, there are these two types of thoughts, miccha sankappa and samma sankappa. Wrong thoughts and, uh, right thoughts. Referring to this, in the Dhammapada, Buddha said, Asare saramatinu, sare dasinu te saram nadigachyanti, miccha sankappa gochara asāra means unessential, unessential thing, asāre sāra mistakenly some people take what is unessential as essential, unessential as essential, asāre sāra sāre cha asāra dasino. what is essential they see unessential. So, uh, Sarecha asaradasana. Te sarang nadigachanti. Buddha says, Te sarang nadigachanti. They, they never come to essential. Why? Mitya Sankappa Gotra Because of their uh, mitcha sankappa wrong thoughts. Then it's opposite. Saranca sarato nyatva. Having understood what is essential as essential. Asaranca asarato. Uh, what is unessential as unessential. Asarancha asarato. Te sarang adigachanti Then they come to essential. Why? Samma sankappa gochara. Because of their right thoughts, good thoughts. Samma sankappa gochara. This is how we have to understand good thoughts and bad thoughts. Referring to good thoughts and bad thoughts, Buddha has delivered uh, special discourses, two special discourses in the Majjamanikai. We, come, we get these two discourses from Majjamanikai. So, to understand this, as we, have, we all have this problem, thoughts, unnecessary thoughts, when we come to meditate, when you sit to meditation, we have thoughts. So how to curb, how to control these thoughts. Buddha explained how to control these thoughts. So this is very important. I don't want to take the whole discourses, two discourses, as time we uh, have no much time. Um, I want to take the summary of the discourses, the gist of the discourses. Let's take the discourses, then take uh, this. Two discourses are. The first one is, Veda uh, Vitak Sutta. Veda Vitak Sutta. The second one is Vitak Santana. Vitak Santana Sutta. So let's take the first one. What the Buddha, Let's understand what the Buddha said. How these thoughts should be controlled. Thoughts should be understood. Now in this Sutta. Deda-vitakta-sutta, the Buddha said, monks, still I was an unenlightened bodhisattva. It occurred to me, it is better I divide these different thoughts into two groups, two parts. So, before his attainment of enlightenment, still he was a bodhisattva. He was the bodhisattva then. Now, he thought, it is better I divide these thoughts, different thoughts. Whenever the thoughts arise, I should divide these into two. That is how the Buddha said. Then, Buddha said, I then divide these thoughts. I set on one side the, the good thoughts. I set on the other side the bad thoughts. One side, the good thoughts. I put the nekkama sankappa, avyapada sankappa, avihinsa sankappa. Whatever uh, thoughts, good thoughts, renunciation thought, good thought, and uh, non-ill will, non-cruelty, I put them one side. Thought of renunciation, thought of non-ill will, thought of non-cruelty, one side. And then I put the others in on the other side. Sensual desire. The first one is sensual desire, then ill will, and cruelty. This type of thoughts, the other side. So, two two groups. And then he further he explains. Whenever while I was practicing, whenever a, a thought of desire, thought of sensual desire arises, I thought. Now, this thought is a sensual desire, this is a a thought of sensual desire. Now, this thought is an affliction to me, an affliction to me, it's harmful to me. Ah, This thought arose now and this is harmful to me, it's an affliction to me. Then it is an affliction to others. Then, it is an affliction to both me and others. Three. And then he thought, this is an obstruction for my wisdom. This leads away from Nibbana. Five things. Huh? And also, yeah, and also it brings Difficulties. Of course six things. Let's see. Six.
1: This leads to my
0: affliction. This leads to others' affliction. This leads to affliction of both. This is an obstruction for my for my wisdom. And this causes difficulties. And this leads away from Nibbāna. In such a way, I thought, the Buddha said, in such a way, I thought, whenever I thought that this is harmful, this this leads to my affliction, that thought subsided. It vanishes. That is what happened. The Buddha said, whenever I thought that it is harmful, it is affliction, it leads to my affliction, then that thought subsided, it's vanished. Then, whenever the thought of ill will arises, he did the same thing. Whenever the thought of cruelty arises, he did the same thing. So, all unwholesome thoughts, he thought in such a way and subsided and then such thoughts paid the way vanished. The Buddha said, monks, whatever, it is the nature of this mind that whatever we think frequently, the mind has that inclination, that inclination. Whatever we think frequently, the mind grasps it. That is the inclination of mind. So this is, this is very true. Once there were two persons named uh, Punna and Senya. They came to the Buddha. They were ascetics. Uh, Punna was an ascetic who observed, who practiced the asceticism of uh, cow. Like a cow, he observed cow ascetic. That is Like a cow, he has to, when he observe it, he has to behave as a cow. So he used to behave as a cow. The other person was a dog. He observed the dog's asceticism. So these two were ascetics. One is like like a cow, the other is like a dog. So wherever they go, they behave as cow and dog. Now the Punna and Senya, they both went to the Buddha, and they, then Punna asked, uh, venerable sir, now this person, the Senya, he observed this sort of ascetic, ascetic uh, this ritual. So, uh, he observed this, and he now uh, behaved as a dog. So for many years now, he has been uh, observing this. Now he is wherever he goes, he eats like a dog. He uh, urinates like a dog. He whenever he wants to sit, he uh, make a circle and sit like a dog. And that's like that's it. No, naked. They they, they they both were naked. They don't use any clothes. When this person asks. My venerable sir, what happened to him after his death? Then the Buddha kept silence. Buddha said, Let's talk something else. Buddha did not want to say that. Then second time he asked, What what is what happened to him? What will happen? Then second time Buddha kept silent. And the third time he asked, then the Buddha said, You see now he is thinking as a dog now he is thinking as a dog he behaves as a dog he eats as a dog he he drinks as a dog and everything he does as a dog his mind his mentality is now inclination into that his mentality is like a dog then what happens after his death he will be born in born with dogs that is what happened because of the inclination of mind. If you think something frequently, the mind thinks to that. That is the nature of this, this mind. That is why we, we, we normally we say that we want to do good deeds, more and more good deeds. If you do more and more good, good deeds, you can think of it even at the end of the life. Uh, even just before the last birth, we can think of what what we have done good deeds. So, this happened, uh, the Buddha said, after his death, he will be born with dogs. Then that person asked the other person, the, the, like uh, the one who observed cow ascetic, asceticism. So, he, when he, this was uh, put, the Buddha again became silent. And, for, when it was put, uh, the, for the third time, Buddha said, he himself had the same thing. He thinks as a cow now. He behaves as a cow, and because of that, he will be born with the cows, among cows. Ah, it is because of the inclination of mind. This is this is very clear. We have to understand this very clearly. Whatever we are thinking again and again, our mind clings to that. So the Buddha said, check your mind, check up all the time. Check your mind, double check, recheck your mind, and understand uh, the nature of the mind. Come to, always come to the good thoughts. So uh, when you when you understand this different mind, different nature, uh, you have to. Replace. You have to think again and again and you have to understand the nature of the mind. For that the Buddha gave a simile. It is like a person who uh, takes a bull across a well-grown uh, paddy field. Suppose a person wants to take a bull across a paddy field. It's well-grown. There is a path, put, put path Like, then the person, when he takes the bull uh, uh, across the paddy field, the bull wants to eat, eat rice, right? Eat paddy. He wants to, he wants to eat either this side or this side. That is just our mind is like that. So all the time, uh, the, the bull wants to eat either from this side or that side. Then what we have to do, what the, what the person who wants to drive it, who wants to take it, he always, he should have, have the stick and always he have to touch, tap, tap in this side, tap in this side, right? Keep tapping and keep poking, that is how he has to take the bull across the field. All the time, giving touch tapping, poking the, the uh, bull. Like that, all the time, keep the mind to understand whether, whether the mentality, whether the thoughts are wholesome thoughts, skillful thoughts, or unwholesome, unskilled thoughts, to understand this. Then when the Buddha said then, if you Understand that unwholesome thought. Uh, this is the unwholesome. Thing. Unwholesome thoughts as unwholesome thought, then you can replace it with wholesome thoughts. Uh, then it is the wholesome thought. Thereafter, what you have to do is just to make sure whether you you are on that track, whether you you are with that wholesome thoughts. For that thought, so the Buddha gave the simile. The simile is like a cowherd during the summer time, when all the crops are uh, taken home. There is no danger. What the uh, cowherd has to do when he takes the, his cattle, he just let them, release them, in the field. The cows, the cattle, are there. He can rest under a tree. He does not want to worry. He does not want to, uh, keep tapping. Just he want to, uh, be aware that the cattle are there. That's it. He he, what he has to do is just to be aware that there are, the cattle are there. That is the awareness. Just to keep the awareness. Like that, when you have good thought, wholesome thoughts, you have to, you have to maintain it. You have to make sure that now I have good thoughts. Whenever you have uh, bad thoughts, unwholesome thoughts, you have to replace it. It is the nature of the mind that when you uh, think of wholesome thoughts, good thoughts, skillful thoughts, then unskillful thoughts, bad thoughts, unwholesome thoughts, feed away. And if you think unwholesome thought. Then the wholesome thoughts fade away, dissipate. That is the nature of mind. So this is how the Buddha explained the how to control, how to uh, understand mind in this particular discourse. That is called Dada Vitakta Sutta. And this the second discourse, this is the summary of the I I just got the summary of the discourse. And then let's go to the second sutta. That is Vitakka-santana-sutta. Vitakka-santana-sutta. In this Sutta the Buddha gave five factors. Buddha said that by meditators, these five factors are to be uh, contemplated, understood. From time to time, these are to be examined. Let's understand the five factors. The Buddha said, when you are practicing, whenever an unwholesome thought connected with greed, hatred and delusion arises, any unwholesome thought arises. what you to do? first, replace it with wholesome thought. replace or oh, unwholesome thought whenever you have unwholesome thought try to think of something wholesome. Say for instance, suppose you have a sensual thought, Uh, whenever sensual thought arises, you can think of the Buddha. If you think of the Buddha, then unwholesome thoughts fades away. And then you are thinking wholesome thoughts. Suppose while you are meditating, you see, see a picture, see something, which is unwholesome, then what have, what you do? Think of the picture of the Buddha, replace it, replace it with, it with the picture of the Buddha, like that. For this the Buddha gave a simile. You know Buddha gave many similes, Many similes, simile teaching. The simile is like you know so these carpenters. When they want to knock off a sort of peg, they use the same peg, another another peg, same kind peg. Or so say like sometimes they make nails, wooden nails. Carpenters make wooden nails, and they. They put the nail, but later on they see that it is not good, it's something wrong, maybe it's strict. So they want to uh, knock it off, push away. Then what they do, they take the same kind of nail and put it there and knock it off. Just like that, the Buddha said, replace this, whatever the unwholesome thought replace it with a person thought. That is the the simile. So, replace is the first thing. Then the second thing, second factor is, whenever you have, if you have still the same kind of thoughts, the Buddha said, if you have still the same kind of uh, thoughts, then, try to, try to understand it is danger, danger of that particular thought. Danger means now when when you have a sort of thought, you to think that oh this is unwholesome. This is uh, this uh, through which uh, it takes me away from this practice, away from peace, away from nibbana. This is harmful to me. Like appasada kama. Uh, sensual pleasures. It gives only little gratification. Appa sadha. But bahu dukha. Lot of suffering. If I thought in such a way I will have to face suffering. Lot of suffering. Like that. Think in such a way think of it is danger. That is the second thing. For that the Buddha gave a simile. The simile is like Suppose there is a person who, who likes adornment. So, for him, somebody gives the uh, carcass of a snake as an adornment. Carcass of a snake is given. One is given that, that carcass of the snake. Then, seeing that, then, oh, she horrified. Right? Oh, what's this? It's like horrified humiliated, disgusted, like that seeing this thought see its danger, that is the second thing then the third is when, st- if you still have the same things then forget it, Buddha said forget it, simply try to forget it, how t- the Buddha said, it is like that person, if one doesn't want to see anything, he what he has to do? Just he has to close his eyes, shut his eyes, or he looks away. If he doesn't want, to, if he or she doesn't want to see it, he looks away. That's it, then it is finished. Like that, forget that thought. And the fourth one, Buddha said. If you still have the same thing, same thoughts, then try to understand, try to still the causes, causes of the, that thought, roots of the thoughts. Cause means roots. Try to see the roots. Roots mean greed, hatred, delusion. Try, try to see the cause of it. It is like a person Uh, if, suppose a person is walking fast, while walking fast he thinks, why should I walk fast? Why not walk slow? Thinking that he is slow. He, He walks slowly. Then while he was walking slowly he thinks, why should I walk slowly? Why don't I stand? Then he stands. And then while he is standing, he thinks that, why should I stand? Why don't I sit? Then he sits. Then he is saying, why should I sit? I want to, I want to lie down. Then he lies down. Like that. Understanding the cause of it. What is the cause of this? What is the cause of this? What is the cause of this? Like that. Cause of, cause of that thought. That is called vitakka santana. Seeing the course of course of uh, thoughts. That is the fourth one. Then the fifth one, the Buddha said, if if you still have the same thoughts, now clench your teeth. The Buddha said, clench your teeth, <laughs> and press your tongue against the palate, against the, the uh, roof of the mouth if you press your tongue and beat the mind with mind, beat the mind beat down, beat the mind with mind. That is why you are thinking in such a way like that. Thinking, it's beating. So the Buddha said as a simile, Buddha given the simile, like a strong man were to uh, hold a man take a man, weak a man with his head or his shoulders and beat down. Like that, beat down your mind with your mind. That is the instructions given in this. Topic. So, these are the five instructions given in this particular discourse. Uh, Vitakka Santana sutta. Now, friends, this is how we have to understand the, the nature of mind and how we have to try to uh, control our mind. This is what exactly the Buddha did. And Buddha said, when I did this, tireless effort, tireless effort arose in me, unremitting mindfulness established, my body became calm, serene and then unified. With that I Entered the different jhanas, first, second, third, fourth, and finally I realized realization and I realized that jati, the birth is no more, Kina jati, usitam brahmacharyam, I have lived the holy life, uh, usitam brahmacharyam, khatam karaniyam, done what had to be done, no more to be done. And this is the end. Realize. I realized. I, I came to the state of realization. When it was realized, I realized that it is realized. It is liberated. Liberated. So the Buddha came to realize the nature of himself and the world. So it is because of this effort, this practice. So the Buddha advises us, the the stanza that I recited at the beginning of this talk, it is from uh, the last days of the Buddha, Appamatta susila susilahota bhikkhu, susamahita saṅkappu sacitta manurakkata, yo imasming dhamma vinaye appamattu vihasati, Pahaya jati sansaram dukkha santam karishati. Buddha, you know, uh, at the age of 80, he passed away. Just before his passing away, addressing the monks, Buddha said, Monks, now I have come to the end of my life. My, my lifespan is completed. Paripakko vayomaiyam parittamam jivitam. Pahai voh Now it is time for me to leave behind you all and go. Pahai voh gamis Katang me sarana matano. I uh, became refuge to myself. Katang me sarana matano. Then appamatta. This is the instructions. Appamatta. Oh, be, be heedful. Be heedful. This is the Buddha's instructions. Appa matta, be heedful. Sati manto, be mindful. Be heedful, be mindful. Then, susilahota, be virtuous. Be virtuous. Susamahita sankappa, this is the most important part, which is more connected to this talk, this topic. Sushamahita sankappu. Sankappu means thoughts. Sushamahita sankappu means well-collected, well-controlled thoughts. Keep well-collected thoughts. Well-collected, well-developed thoughts. Sushamahita sankappu. Sachitta manurakkata. Protect. Guard your mind. Guard your mind. Sachitta manurakkata yo imasming dhamma vinaye appamatto vihasati whoever in this dhamma vinaya is in this dispensation whoever strives practice, whoever practiced uh, yo imasming dhamma vinaye appamatto vihasati practice diligently whoever practice diligently in this dispensation Jati Sansarang dukkha karisati he will cross over the flood of sansara and come come to the end of suffering all suffering. That is what we all want. That is why we practice to come to the end of suffering that is the complete cessation the complete cessation of suffering is the attainment of enlightenment. This is what we all expect. This is why we practice. Let's all practice, understand this Dhamma, again and again read this Dhamma, and again and again practice this Dhamma, so that we all can completely cut off, completely extirpate, exterminate all defilements all suffering and attain ultimate bliss of Nibbana. May we all attain ultimate bliss of Nibbana. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit slash donate.